Good morning and welcome to my podcast. My name is Dolly and I'm so glad that you're listening today. I'm, I'm believing God right now in the name of Jesus that the word that I'm going to speak today is going to fall on good ground. And you know, this is one of those words that maybe you need it today. And praise God if you found this on the day that you needed it. But maybe you need it in the future. And so God's going to let this fall on good ground and produce fruit for you. And um, at some point in your life, maybe he'll bring it back to your remembrance and deliver you from the tricks and the snares of the enemy. Amen. Um, you know, on our journey through life, oftentimes we make mistakes or, or we, we miss the mark. Or we, we don't quite measure up to what, you know, we feel like. Or the enemy is condemning us continuously over things that maybe we don't know the best way to handle something. Or all, all sorts of things can, can play a role here. But I wanted to share with you this scripture in First Corinthians 12. In verse 3, it says, Wherefore I give unto you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. This scripture right here is so amazing because it's so true. There have been people that literally could not say Jesus is the Lord, but the good thing is we can say it. Amen. So we call upon the name of the Lord and we are saved. And once you get saved, the Holy Spirit moves into your life. And so now you can say Jesus is the Lord. And you have an assurance that the Holy Spirit is with you and you're fully persuaded because the Bible says you cannot say that if you don't know um, that if the Holy Spirit is not there present to help you be able to say that statement. And so the reason that this is so powerful is because in our lives, sometimes we fall short, we blow it, you know, we make a mistake or whatever's going on and the enemy will come and he'll say, well, you know what? God was with you and you were doing good, but now you've blown it. You know, condemnation comes in, shame and guilt and all these emotions and all these feelings and all these things. And the enemy starts messing with your head and and your unrenewed mind, your unrenewed mind does more damage to you than the devil does most of the time. Your unrenewed mind will convince you that, you know, you just didn't make the cut. Um, But that's not true. And if you will just open your mouth and say, Jesus is the Lord, then you have the proof that the Holy Spirit is still with you. You know, so many of us were taught growing up that as long as you were doing good, that you were, you had good marks out by your name, you know, and God was with you and everything was okay. But boy, if you did something wrong, he'd blot your name out. He'd, he'd take it off the list. You'd get a big old X by your name. And then, you know, you better repent before you die or else you might not even make it if the last thing you did was a negative thing. And and so I'm just telling you today that that is so far from the truth. The Bible does not support that at all. As a matter of fact, the Bible says God will never be angry with you again. He took out all of his anger and all of all of the punishment for the sin that we commit. He took it all out on Jesus. Now, I'm not saying that's just a license. Oh, it's all paid for so we can do whatever we want to do. No, not at all. Because there is a law of sowing and reaping in this earth. And, you know, when you do things that are not good, you know, we reap those things. Unless you, you know, lay an axe at the root of the tree of the seed you just sowed. 
and repent and get that thing out of your life. That's where repentance is so powerful because you're going to miss the mark. At some point you are. If you're human and you're on this earth, there's, there's going to come a time when you're going to miss the mark. And you're going to need to say, you know, God, man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I, you know, I, 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 I wish I wasn't that person. Or, you know, God, how can I change so I'll never do that again, you know? There's those times in all of our lives because none of us have arrived. But during this process, God doesn't leave you. He says, who is going to separate you from the love of God? Persecution, peril, distress, the sword, you know, all these things. No, none of these things are going to separate you from God's love. His love for you is unconditional. That means you can't do anything to earn it, but you can't do anything to lose it either. You know, so we all want to do this. We all want to say, well, you know, we know the Lord loves us, except, and we want to decide which one of the big sins that the church is against right now. And I'm not saying that there's not some problems with all of these things that, you know, we do as humans. Um, any, any sin, you know, the Bible says all sin. We all have sinned and we all come short of the glory of God. So all sin brings us to a point of less than glorifying to God. The wages of sin is death, you know. So death moved in and killed just generations after generations. But Jesus Christ came and paid the price. And if, you're, if you've accepted that payment for your life, then you're no longer a sinner. Now, do you blow it? Yes, you do. The Apostle Paul said, man, there's things I don't want to do and I keep doing them. And then there's things that I do want to do and I don't do those things. So, you know, he says there's a war going off inside of me. That war is the battle between who's in control of your life, your spirit, your soul, or your flesh. That's the battle you're going through. And that is the normal process for Christianity. That is the normal process for all spiritual growth is that you understand that only one person can be in charge of your life. And it's either going to be your spirit, your soul, or your flesh. And that is the war. But are you going to do things wrong according to the natural man? Absolutely. And we all do. And so there's no room for condemnation and guilt and shame and beating yourself up and running from God because you're not worthy to serve him and all those things that there's no room for that. That is stealing the kingdom of God. That is stealing the hope that you have of turning your situation around and getting on track. Everybody on this planet is as good as they know how to be. We have in us an innate desire to be good, to do right, to, to be positive. You know, every person that's doing something that's harmful or hateful or something like that, all of them have it justified somehow or they're being led by the wrong spirit or they're, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because as humans, we desire to do what's right. And, um, so everybody's as good as they know how to be. They literally are. But we all make mistakes. We all miss the mark. We all have areas of our life that we wish were better than they are now. And that's good because that says, you know, you're recognizing things as they are in reality. You know, if <clears throat> you can't just be completely deceived and floating through life acting like you're better than everybody else because that... That spirit of pride 
will be your downfall. You know, the Bible says pride comes right before the fall. So if we ever get in that position, which I've been there before, you know, and you get in that position, well, the next thing you know, you're going to fall because you've set yourself up. But the thing about it is, on my worst day, if I'm sitting somewhere and I say, Jesus is the Lord, bam, I have the assurance the Holy Spirit is still in me. The Holy Spirit is still with me. The Holy Spirit just empowered me and enabled me to say what I just said. So I don't care how bad yesterday was. I don't care how bad five minutes ago was. Jesus is the Lord. And if I can say Jesus is the Lord, God is still with me. The Bible actually says, even if you make your bed in hell, God will not leave you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. Now, are you going to reap for that lifestyle choice that you're making? Absolutely you are. You know, is there, is there a payment coming for every seed you sow? Yes, sure there is. But is it God doing it to you? No. You know, I'm so longing for and desiring for the church to grow up and take responsibility for, for what's going on here. I can't tell you how many times I'll be in a prayer meeting and people are begging the Lord to do something, begging the Lord to do something. And the Lord is saying, what are you going to do? I left you in charge. This planet is yours. I told you to take dominion, supplant it, replenish it. Yeah, I told you to go and, and, and run this world. They're living inside of us. The Holy Spirit, and the, the Lord Jesus and the Father, we are one. We are one with God. We are, are the branches off the very tree. What are we doing? What are we doing? And I'm not talking about just running around trying to do everything in the natural. I'm talking about rising above situations and taking authority over things. Jesus did not come and radically change the natural realm. He did not come and set up his natural kingdom because he understood what his purpose was. But now he says, greater works than these are you going to do. So what are we going to do? You know, we're the ones mandated. This is our Um, opportunity to um, make things go the way we want them to go. But, you know, the enemy and our mind and and religion will always try to separate you from the will of God. It'll all be working against you trying to do something that's um, going to create something positive. There's a natural pull down, you know what I'm saying, In in this realm that we're living in. So you need to be able to be empowered with the fact that I can say at any moment, Jesus is the Lord. And I inform the entire unseen realm. I know whose I am. I know who I belong to. And I know who's with me. And I know that as long as God is with me, I am unstoppable. I know that as long as God is with me, I win. He already has won. So the only way you can be defeated, the only way you can be taken down is for you to agree with the, the, the thoughts that you're having that somehow God has separated from you. That's the house that's divided. A house divided can't stand. But we're not a house divided. God is not being caught, you know, off guard where he's not watching over his children. So I want to assure you, if you can say those words, say them. Let the unseen realm understand that you know that you are with God and God is with you. And that no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what you might have just done, 
Your past is your past. It's under the blood of Jesus. And now we're going to move forward and we know that we are one with God and we can do what God has called us to do. Amen. Listen, I hope this encourages you. And and like I said, if you're not in that situation right now, there will probably come a day when you will be because, you know, we all struggle with things. But I'm telling you, know that and say it and be assured that even when you don't feel like it, there's not a place in this Bible that says you're going to feel saved. You're going to feel the love of God. You're going to feel the victory that God has for you. It never says that. This is a movement by faith. And so as long as God is with you, you're already one. Amen. Um, Listen, I love you, and I'm so thankful that you tuned in today, and I will see you again next time. Bye.